normal. Movie. Normal people. Normal people. Movie. Hey guys, you want to hear my one The Shadow anecdote? Yes, yeah, please. Yes, I, I might as well. Just we the gotta, one, though. We gotta kill some time. Uh, when I was a kid, I guess maybe it would roughly correspond with the release of this film that was immediately <laughs> forgotten. But um, um, I remember my dad would like stick his head into my room and he'd be like, who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? <laughs> and I'd be like, don't do it. Don't do it, please, for the love of God. I'm like seven years old and this voice scares me so much. Please, daddy. Please don't do it, daddy. Please, I'm begging you. And he'd pause for a second and be like, the shadow knows. <laughs> and I would like, be like, no. No. Why? No, daddy, promise. No. 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 And that brings us to the movie today. There you go. That was a quick therapy session. <laughs> the quickest we've seen on the show yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Usually that, uh, that's a good last, like, 15 minutes of the show sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm hoping, like, the shattered pieces of what was once Jordan will become a segment to rival Alex's action news. <laughs> I mean, hey, if, uh, Fraser proved that uh, therapy can be comedy. <laughs> so there you go, right? There we go. Yeah. Uh, this is NMMP. I'm Jordan, or as you might know me, Eleanor Roosevelt. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. How dare you insult that? Uh, yeah, that great woman. Uh, Andrew, the sun is shining, but the ice is slippery. Fuck off! Oh. That was Alex's. <laughs> oh god damn it! The ice is slippery, Alex. <laughs> I screwed up. Why would you? Why were you? I was clearly leading to. Uh, well, you said you my not? name. It's you. Picked I mean, I don't, I don't really respect it, but it's you know, speak when spoken to, and you, you, you know, you, how you speak. Work. What? What do you think I was going to do? I was going to give you half of the quote and be like, and the shadow, Alex. Yeah. Like, I, you think I was gonna... I gave you enough credit that you'd yeah. find another bit from that movie. <laughs> There's a lot of bits. Basically. Jordan, when someone says the password, the other person it has to respond. Oh, oh, now, Alex, you're turning on me. So yeah. you're on Andrew's side for this. Yeah. I mean, he's always been. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we've already accomplished one of my goals, which is to come to blows before the fucking <laughs> show starts. Um, yeah, achievement unlocked. Um, we've got a question from, I'm going to say listener of the show, question mark, uh, at, yes, Brendan asks, if this movie was bad, assuming it was bad, uh, what would we do differently? Um, I'll just go on a limb and say, um, that's what our show is about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what we do. We recast these shows. That's actually not like, wrong. But, um, but basically just take a completely different approach to the character, uh, would be a great. Ooh, I disagree. Yeah, I what? actually, I, I don't think that was. I think a... they have the right idea. I think it's just a, a failed execution. Hmm, on I it. actually disagree. I think the execution wasn't that bad, especially relative to like shit we've seen. I no, I don't think it was that bad either. I but think I, it just I didn't line up. I think that this movie needed to be made with a completely different actor and taking the material <laughs> okay, completely differently. Enough. Because uh, hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, here, here, we're doing The Shadow 1994, um, a movie that, like, nobody fucking saw, um, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna me here and say, like, this movie is not terrible, it's not, like, conventionally good, and I wouldn't, you know, recommend you jump out and watch it, um, this has gotta be, even for us, this will probably be our least listened to episode, because nobody has any frame of reference with this character, how, how or this world, lower, I, yeah. which, that's funny, Alex, which, incidentally, <laughs> is a question nobody thought to ask when making the actual film because like like even Batman 
explains like where Batman came from. Like this is this is like the this is like what you should give when people yeah. are like we've seen Uncle Ben die too many times. Like sometimes Uncle Ben needs to needs to bite it so that you you understand the stakes. So if anything, <laughs> there should be more dead Ben. More dead people. More dead. That's what this movie needed. Um, more geriatrics needs to die in this movie. <laughs> well, I mean, you pointed out that this is a lot. This has a lot with, in common with the spirit, actually, in terms of it being a character that there's no contemporary frame of <laughs> reference for this character. Yeah, I, I, I wrote like, yeah. that down. Um, the, yeah, people who had liked. Yeah. Yeah, like this is part two of our radio serial quadrilogy, and I might be wrong. Like there might be way more movies than that, but by my, um, you know, half drunk recollection, we've got the spirit, we've got the shadow, we've got the phantom, we've got Green Hornet. I thought you were gonna mention, uh, you know, we just watched that Dame is strong. That Dame is strong, but that's really more of a pulp serial, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, to sure. be fair, the spirit is like profoundly a comic book thing right? for sure like, but, but he also like had a you know a rise in popularity you know before the fall of communism but i bet if you ask people like who are your like favorite <laughs> comic book characters in like the 40s or 50s it would probably be like the shadow the spirit and superman why are you saying that the shadow and the spirit in the 50s would have transcended uh future nmnp classic dick tracy <laughs> Uh oh, actually maybe not. But Dick Tracy, I'm I'm excited for the Dick Tracy. I, I, episode, I just actually. want Andrew yeah. to get like I want I want Dick Tracy to be our next episode secretly. Like I'm hoping that it comes up because um I mean, I'm not gonna rig the Normotron for that. <laughs> but yeah, this is the um with the spirit and with uh the shadow and with you know several other movies that we will eventually watch. Um, despite the character having a presence in comic books, um and the pulp novels of the era, um. The, the character's most recognizable iteration would have been as, like, an audio series. Yeah. Um, so... But they this translates... They find good visuals in this. Like, the... the yeah, it's The less, production design on this movie is pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, right? it's actually not a terrible... As far as, like, transferring from one medium to the other goes, this isn't that bad, especially when we see so many people fuck up from, like, a comic book to a movie. Um, <laughs> but... Like we got to go out and say that that for a movie that's nearly two hours long, um, you feel it. You feel it, and there, there's no attempt to make this character of the shadow who would have been popular, like like let's say generously forty years before this movie came out. There's no attempt to like reconcile that character for contemporary audiences, nor is there even the slightest half-hearted attempt to. You know, get us up to speed with the ins and outs of his powers. It's one of the worst, like, opening acts of a movie that we've yeah, seen. Yeah, I specifically though. noted that you had a lot of issues with the opening. So why don't you uh, jump in right now and talk about that? Well, okay, so for those who have not seen and <laughs> Which probably will never literally see, everybody. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> so our entire listening audience, <laughs> I can safely say. Uh, the movie opens with... It's a very brief introduction to the character, and you actually don't get much time with them. They're, but you're introduced to them as being a like crime lord who kills a close associate who's held hostage. Uh, and like they, the first scene of this, the introduction of this character shows like that they are amoral and cruel. And then they have a really awkward fight with a uh, telekinetic spear or telekinetic knife, right? <laughs> and then the movie cuts to a 
basically a title crawl and like an expository crawl that feels like it's a risk, a missing reel in the movie. <laughs> right. Like, this is like one of these old archival movies that like they've sadly, one of the reels is lost <laughs> and they like put up like a single, like some very sparse black text that explains what happens during this reel of the movie. Like if you've seen like Metropolis, you have like, you'll know what I mean, but it's, it's solid, like almost 10 minutes into the movie that they cut to that. And then it's set seven years later and you're in New York. Right. And, and it feels like that should have either been the beginning of the movie and then they explored the backstory later on. Yeah. Or went with an entirely different direction because it's it's jarring and you don't at the end of it, you don't know anything about this character. <laughs> and right, you right. certainly don't care about them. Because mm-hmm. even their act of heroism right after that is still like kind of like dark and creepy and a little you don't know much about this person okay here's the thing like like imagine batman begins okay. and he's going to do the, like to meet raz al ghul and then get rid of all of the stuff between when he first fucking starts training <laughs> and and then also get rid of all of the training and all of the part about him like reinserting into Gotham life like yeah. get rid of all of that and then like yes. jump right yeah, you'd there. be going from like yeah. Batman but instead of being like the prisoner who helps people in like the Chinese prison that he's stuck in in Batman get begins. rid of all that Chopped yeah. all that he, up. No, 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 you no, have no, him, like, he's be, like, the guy, the guy who's have. running the prison. Yeah. Like, he is the evil, like, and you see him, like, kill an inmate, and then it cuts to, like, Gotham City seven years later. After a title crawl, it explains, <laughs> like, after completing his ninja oh, training he's, he's, with Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Like, again, <laughs> all of this is text. <laughs> if you could return to Gotham City to take on the mantle of the Batman. And, and, then and also the mantle of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then the next scene yeah. is him, like, beating up a thug on the street. Which is a cool scene. <laughs> but again, if that's all you have as your introduction, you're like, why do I give a shit about Bruce Wayne? It's a lot of shit. So, like, we, we're, yeah. we're complaining about the, 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 the fucking running time, but maybe, like, 25 minutes of him, like, gaining his powers and understanding what the shadow is and how he factors in, like, from... Yeah. One location to the other, like that could have gone a long way. Which is also like an important thing to do because it at least it sets stakes for like it's this is like basic storytelling. If you need to know what the limits of your hero are, like if right. you don't know that any conflict that you put them in, you genuinely don't know how harrowing a conflict that is. Like you're like, all right, there's a bunch of dudes with crossbows, but like I don't know if that actually poses a threat. That's for a him really good <laughs> at point. All. That's a really good point, and that's like, that's 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 like, about as bad, like as strong of a mark against this movie as he like. And, and now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, like like when the shadow was having encounters with with people, you didn't know what he was capable of doing or whether he was in any actual peril. Yeah. Which is yeah, just speaks to fair. a huge fucking essential problem at the core of the I mean, film. you also have like a weird introduction to the antagonist where they kind of present him as like, they bring him in as like a, a somebody who's trying to manipulate him like a little too softly. Like it's something where you don't see him as like, like he's, he has a very friendly rapport with the shadow. Yeah. In that meeting scene. I, 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 I like John Lone. Like I like the, the, the character. I like this I like the dynamic between the two of them. His, his, that he performance handles, is not the problem. Though. He handles all, <laughs> all of the heavy lifting in every exchange he has with Alec Baldwin. He's doing yeah. all of the work. Yeah, maybe we should stop. Like, we, we should probably get to, like, one of the core problems of this movie, which is 
sadly, the lead performance from an actor who we have all seen do way better things. He's here. Alec Baldwin is a he. He's intense, and he's always carried himself with a you know with with a, a, a sort of I guess air about him that later in the mid two thousands became like comedic when he became Jack Donaghy. He was always a, like, he was a frequent, I think he was one of the most frequent guests on Saturday Night Live. Right, like he's, he's always had a very good comedic sense. He had, he seems to have a sense of humor, maybe not about himself, but, but, I, uh, but I'm totally with you. Like there is like, he kind of flirts with this like knife's edge where like he can go dramatic and comedic, but there's not as big a difference between those two performances as you'd think. Basically, when you see Alec Baldwin, you're not in in pretty much anything. You're not like, oh, that guy didn't make an impact at all. Like he was a totally like like bland portion of whatever he's in. Yeah, I mean, he's not bland in the shadow. But like he's that, that performance is not. But he's also just like he d- like the, the they don't know whether to play the character for laughs or for not. Like Alex, I'm pointing this to you because you've been listening politely for a while. But like. Yeah. Tell me as John plot follower, like, <laughs> like who, who is the shadow? And I'm asking about both as your co-host and as the chief of police for New York oh. city, who is the shadow? <laughs> oh, well it, it, in the second case, definitely. I'm just going to mind wipe you out of that. Well, that was easy. Like, yep. Okay. It's just, you don't care about the shadow. Oh, Problem I, got, solved. I don't care about the shadow. Cut to, cut to, there's cut also to commercial. no such thing as like police. <laughs> yeah. Just cut that out. Yeah. yeah yes. Get rid of uh, Who is the shadow? Actually, one thing I wanted to comment on was that, um, yeah, by having, like, a little more of, like, that who's the shadowness that Andrew was saying, like, oh, they should have had this scene explaining it, it would have made a lot more sense for this bad guy later because it's this kind of, like, hey, you're the shadow. We go way back. Like, yeah, your power, my power. Like, oh, man, it's crazy. And the whole time we're just like, what? Huh? I guess. I don't know. What's what's the thing? What, what's going what? on? Like, like what? do we believe this? He's the bad guy, but I guess we just take him as word. He um, seemed to be more honest than fucking Cranston. Like he knew what was yeah. happening. Like he he was a, the, when 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 Khan says something, he acts on it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. You know that, where he yep. stands. You yes. know you know you know what he believes in. Uh, you know where he stands. It's in the Mirage Tower in the yeah. middle of New York. Right. <laughs> Mystery Hotel, yes. Oh, Mystery uh, Hotel. I'm sorry, I don't know if I did a great job of answering your question, though. But, like, you're, you're all about, like, the stories being as coherent as possible, which makes, again, raises the question of what the fuck you're doing in a show like this. Yeah, but, um... This is the wrong genre, man. But, but like, I, I feel like that ambiguity, like like, having a hero who's... This gets back to maybe what both of you were saying. Like, there's mm. something missing, but it's both in the performance and in the character themselves. Where it's like, like there's an aspect that's just not explored all the way. Yeah, it's uh, like I, I don't know. It feels it feels like if Darkman didn't know its tone. Yeah, this movie definitely made me like, appreciate Darkman a lot more. Like Darkman is like a campy, crazy balls fucking movie. But I have to hear. But like, me, but it's consistent. Yeah, like is this like just think really quick. I want both of you to give me. You have to. You both have to give me a movie. This is mm-hmm. a challenge. Okay. Both okay. of you have to give me a movie that is cheesier than this. And when I say cheesy, I mean like 
a movie hokier. we've watched. We've watched, yes. Not not like I mean, there's some real easy answers to this. Th- give me yeah. one. Yeah. I mean uh Tank Girl. Sure. Uh I'll go with Stop. Zoom. Well, I would say in both of those cases, I wouldn't use cheesy for either of those. But you wouldn't like, use cheesy for Tank Girl? No, I'd say it's like I mean, we're getting into semantics about the relationship with how Zoom is an earnest movie, but yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it's earnest in the sense that it, like, you know, it stars... It is for kids. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, And it's, like, having to build up a story from scratch and not an adaptation from something else, and, like... You still, like... You still have to establish that character. It's, it, like, they act as if this is almost, like, the second movie. <laughs> and ser- like if you if you if you cut the first eight minutes of this movie, it feels like the reintroduction to an active shadow that is in there. Like they, well, because no, they cut all the parts of it. Yeah, rein, the, you know reintroduction in, to in his the own same society. way. Actually, you know you know what this That's is a movie fair, that it's yeah. similar to is Fant Four Stick, in that they it's got an they, abrupt time jump, a time jump over like a very crucial part of character development for any yeah. superhero. That's not wrong you're not wrong oh no, yeah that you're on like it's like here. it's a cut and he goes from like weird like yeah fuck boy who's like <laughs> murdered around southeast asia to superhero in new york who has a life that's you're you're right i'm not disputing that yeah um the the cheesiness here like i, I i'm i'm probably doing this for my own benefit but i have to say it anyways like it's different from certainly different from zoom and maybe on the same level as Tanker, where there's a lot of mugging for the camera here. Like, there's a lot of fucking shots. Well, Andrew was saying a lot of the time that, like, when we were watching this, that on a number of levels, this looks like it was lifted wholesale from the 1930s and deposited <laughs> into the cinemas in the, in the mid-90s. But, yeah. like, like, and stylistically, you've got a lot of... You, got, you have a lot of, like, shots that are composed in such a way as to recall that era of like transitioning from silent film to talkies. So you get lots of, you get lots of like chiaroscuro close-ups of Alec Baldwin (laughs) fucking just, but you get a lot of also like static scenes where the camera is basically doing shot reverse shot in dialogue in an old ornate house. Yeah. Where where it just like lingers on the face of the person being talked to just like a little too long. Yeah. (laughs) It's it feel, it's a slow movie in a lot of ways. So but so if it's a callback to the era where the character was actually popular, then you can't technically fault it. But um, but if you if that was your main goal, you should have made a radio play then. Yeah, fundamentally, this doesn't <laughs> this doesn't justify its own existence as a '90s adaptation of a you know an, of a yeah World War II era character. It feels so much older than a movie from like 1994. It does not. Yeah, like it does not have like an energy that was sort of present in films of that era. Yeah, let's do that right now right. because I actually put that as another <laughs> as another important note there because we mentioned Darkman. Um, we can bring up Rocketeer, Mask, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Batman Returns. So we're talking like early to mid '90s superhero movies. Yes. Um, a lot of them, including Batman Returns. Um, you know, Tim Burton's Batman happened, and that was a game changer because it it meant that you want heroes who are brooding. You want like the, the fucking like smoky Gothic cityscapes. Yep. Like that's right, what people, right. that's what people associate with, with like the superhero movie. It's a rejection of the Christopher Reeve wholesomeness of that. And, you know, going towards more of like a grungy. Yeah. Nineties aesthetic. But, 
Um, in the case of a movie like this, uh, it doesn't it, like it's it's so consistently playing catch up with the Burton Batman films that entire scenes, maybe not like the actions themselves, but certainly shots could have been lifted completely from from yeah. Tim Burton movies. This is a post Batman movie. It's post Batman. Um, we're not going to comment on the production of the movie because we don't know fucking shit about it, but, <laughs> but odds are, you know, Batman was a huge hit and then people scoured. I'm sure Batman is present in, or Burton is present in the studio notes for this movie. I would assume so. Numerous I would assume places. it's like, yeah. like, you know, the comic book movie is coming back and it's, it's, it's gloomy. And what pulp characters do we have the rights to, or can <laughs> we buy the rights to? Which I'm sure they got in like some weird, like. RKO Pictures fire <laughs> sale or something. Yeah. Like they bought it for like a buffalo nickel back in the depression or something. Right. Yeah. So can, um, can I pitch you guys an idea real quick? Please. Um, on that note, why don't we just buy the shadow, the property, <laughs> and if it would be better as a radio drama, let's scrap this shitty podcast and we make that podcast, the it's shadow. A, it's my like, secret goal, Alex, that like yes, one day on. we watch something. That is so mm-hmm. fucking obscure and so fucking forgotten that during the show, Andrew can buy the rights to it and then we'll just do it ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I need to find like, yeah, like a GoDaddy for movie rights. Like, that's just it's it. Straight up, what is, like, who's doing anything with See, the Dick Tracy property? Warren Beatty is sitting on it. Yeah, and He's been <laughs> sitting on it for 30 years. He just wants to sit on it and just be like, we're going to make a second one and I'm going to be Dick Tracy. And they're like, Warren Beatty, you're fucking 75 years old. Like, nobody's going to see this because nobody even really saw the first one and yeah. he's like no i'm dick tracy yeah okay <laughs> like, so oh, the shadow or the phantom if, obviously andrew was just making this, look andrew's making this i'm gonna complete his thoughts for him right now he was making this face alex where he was <laughs> contemplating dick tracy 2 and he made this look that was just like yeah i'd be into it <laughs> i'd watch that yeah <laughs> Like he, he is the same as where he, he like the thought went through his head oh no. and he accepted it. <laughs> I accepted. It. I purchased the movie ticket in my mind. The, like I, I'm no Dick Tracy expert yet, but um, a lot of the complaints for that movie was just like, "Good God, it's enough!" Like we can't handle one second more of this world or these characters. And in Andrew's take the, mind, yeah. in your mind, it's like, "Let's give it thirty years." Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it can work I, again. Well, let's, not, let's not make a different Original cast. Get Al Pacino <laughs> back. Pacino get Madonna. Back. Yeah. Like, get them all. Most of them are still around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can make that movie. No, but yeah. I, like, like had had Riverdale not been a thing, I think we could have tried to get the Chelsea and the Pussycats licensing. That's funny. Um, because we're, those, we're the like staunchest defenders of that film. I mean, yeah, definitely not. Uh, I don't know uh, if I fucking told you both this, but I was at a party shortly after we were doing that episode, and I was trying to tell people that that movie is awesome, <laughs> like, independent of nothing, and it was, like, fucking meet the parents cringe. Like, people were just looking at me like there was something fucking wrong you with did, me. You did, yes, yeah. You're... And there was something And I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes. There's, 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 like, there's, like, coke ads everywhere, but the movie knows it, you guys. And they're like, who invited you, you fucking nerd? <laughs> It was your house. It was my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and again, I think the sick irony was that I paid all those people to show up there <laughs> just to tell them about Josie the Pussycat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so so there's also I'm more so than laughing. there's also more than a little of these '90s movies that like early '90s superhero movies that embrace the sort of like ah uh, fucking film noir ish 
shit. I don't know if I would yeah, call this right. noirish, but like the Art Deco look of it is, yeah. is is it's kind of a it's all right. I like it. Again, I said the production design in this movie is pretty. Yeah, good. I like, like it a I, lot. I'm, like, I'm a fan of the yeah. I'm Alex, a fan you're of the into this? this. You're into the super look of into this? the yeah. I'm super into the aesthetic. Oh, here. nice. I okay. Was, I, I don't know if you'll recall because it was like our first episode. But I was really into Rocket Man for a similar reason. You mean Rocketeer? Rocketeer. Rocketeer. Rocket Rocket Man is a different movie. It's, Rocket Man is like yeah, it's it's a, it's a it's comedy. A, it's a guy who it's a Queen uh, song. It's it's a, a Queen song. It's a South Korean superhero movie we'll be watching <laughs> next week. No, there is a movie called Rocket Man. I really liked it as a kid. Is Elton John in it? Uh, I. I wish I remembered like the comedian's name. Who's if the only there was a way to look this information. Uh, there up. is, uh, you know what? We got time, <laughs> right? Database uh, for some movies. sort of yeah. But where is that database of movies? Uh, New York Public Library. There we oh, go. Okay. Go. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> Spanish fleet. Uh, but yeah. Um, meanwhile. Um, meanwhile. Uh, yeah. So this is it. I, I mentioned the sort of trends in it because this same writer. Of this movie also gave us um, Spider-Man 2002, which helped, you know, in addition with X-Men to steer the course towards what could be but, considered modern superhero movies. But those are the first sort of superhero movies. The main change was that they took them seriously and had these people like but actually. This, but they take this super seriously. They're kind of playing for laughs and they're mugging a lot. Like this is a this is a pulpy movie. It's pulpy, but but like. Let's think about Spider-Man 2002 and how fucking pulpy that movie is. I mean, it's from the director of... Darkman. Yeah. And, like, that... Darkman is... uh, Darkman is a different beast altogether. It's way better than this. It is. No, (laughs) like... Yeah. Like, it's... They don't even... They don't even... Like, for for, for, uh, for characters who have very similar looks, like, like one of them is, is... a character who certainly earned two direct-to-video sequels. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was the mummy. It was, what's his name? Um, whatever dude played Imhotep in the mummy Brendan Fraser movies, he becomes Darkman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Uh, um, if, if I was sober, I would be able to recall his name. Voslo, right? Yeah, Arnold. Arnold Voslo, yeah. yeah he's, uh, he, and he's, he's also great in Hard Target. <laughs> Excellent Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Um, <laughs> when are we going to see him in a, in a superhero movie? There's still time. There he is. could be in Dick Tracy 2018. <laughs> yeah, give us a call, Jason. We got you. One for Dick Tracy 2, please. <laughs> Sorry, sir. In between the time where you were saying that and the end of your sentence, the movie <laughs> the is gone. taken out of theaters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, like... Just in my notes here, a lot of it is about just the the overall inaccessibility and the un, like the lack of interest this movie has in presenting its own character as a human with with yeah. ambition and goals, or just like it's not. He's awfully it, smug. Honestly, it's also I, not I, a character that like. A good character is one that, like, you see them change. Like, Darkman, it's just stuff that, like, <laughs> This is the shadow, him. not Darkman. Oh, Andrew. shit. Oh, God. Alex, what were you saying? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I would have doubled down on the less human aspects. Like, to me, the coolest parts of this movie are, like, the, the, the like, lore of the, like, web of contacts that the shadow has built yes, around New York City. Yes, that part's awesome. There's a really cool bit, and I don't know if you guys caught it at all, because I'm sure you were, like, pouring drinks or whatever, was, um, like, the Shadow needs to, like, get his two homies over to that certain street corner at a certain time. 
So he like writes with like invisible ink yes. on these just plain white pieces of paper and passes them to some random dude who passes them to two random bike messengers who like deliver. You know what I mean? Yes. It's just like, yeah. oh, this is. You know, it just hints that like, wow, there's this whole yeah. network here. And then somebody Except looked at that and they really were like, nothing with that. Network. Yeah, they were. Like they saw, just show up yeah. and wait. Yeah, somebody saw that. Somebody yeah. saw that and they were like, this is too fucking interesting. Like, <laughs> like, like, put the brakes on. Like, slow, it down. slow yeah. down, guys. He's not doing. Alec Baldwin's not doing. Like, how many? He does at least by Andrew's recollection two different Zoolander impressions during the course of the movie. He has this generic blue steel and he has a point where he's underwater and bearing more than a passing resemblance to the merman. And if if people want at home, want to try to like picture this themselves, just think of Jack Donaghy and the opening of 30 rock, the opening credits. He does a lot. He does a lot of the like like turn turn looks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe, I don't know, maybe if we hadn't seen 30 Rock before seeing this, we maybe if the, the actor was a completely different actor and had a completely different career, then maybe this movie would have been I mean, a little career bit after the yeah, fact. I'm, it's a little unfair. It's we're judging, but this. I no no. but sorry. It's a little unfair to say, like, just cause I couldn't help, but see Jack Donaghy is not a problem with the movie. No, not being able to navigate the natural intensity of your own performance can lead you to the realm of self parody that around this time, Marlon Brando was currently balls deep in <laughs> <laughs> uh, where you're just, you're known as like an actor, yeah. but you're just like, like you're saddled with the material that you do not know how to navigate. So everybody's just staring at how weird you are. Well, I mean, you had an interesting theory that like, what was it? Alec Baldwin believed that like at this moment, this character and like him were both like, were like the sexiest things yeah, on the like, goddamn a, planet. There's a lot of moments. <laughs> like he is in love with the camera. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of in this movie, extremely yeah. sexually charged scenes between Alec Baldwin and, 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 and whatever, whatever is in the, the same scene as him. <laughs> like if you're trying to ship this movie, it's Alec Baldwin cross anything, anything that's in yeah. the room. Yeah. Yeah. Mirrors, mirrors, yeah. knives, even women. Some occasional, <laughs> occasionally women in yeah. this movie. Yeah. It's, but it's, it's, it's this, it's this hokiness that you would expect something with a little bit more self-awareness to do. So you could call this a product of its time, but then you have to say that it's a product of its time in brackets, original shadow, close brackets. (laughs) Yeah. If you're some sort of like time traveler or if like you've had an an incredibly long life, like, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I mean, (laughs) truly a blessed longevity, uh, you'll enjoy this movie. Yeah. It's like, like, I can only hope that my life ends when I am in my 80s and I see that they've, you know, they finally adapted, like, the Super Mario Brothers into another movie. And I watch it and I die in the theater. Like, I'm done. (laughs) Because I finally seen my childhood shown on, on the big screen. The way you say it, that this movie had probably had a very large people who passed away while it was happening. Oh boy, the shadow's even more dashing than I could have ever imagined with my mind. Oh, oh wait, I've lost conscious thought. I feel like oh, oh no. Oh no, this is the great beyond. <laughs> All right. Okay. No, you, need another, you need another comparison, right? Because it has to be something that was like never pretty relevant during your childhood. Yeah. And then like never like just faded away from the public eye. After Holy like, God. They made a My <laughs> Pet Monster movie. Yeah. I'm going to go sit there. I never thought B-Store would look like that. And uh, to think that there's bringing this joy to. Ch- oh, 
Oh, oh no, I've lost my own pulse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't make it. <laughs> you didn't make it to see the Arthur movie. Yeah. <laughs> Live action. Holy God. Yeah. I'm finally going to see movie it. in like 20, what? <laughs> well, I was going to say like 20. How long are we going to make it? 2062. There we go. 62? That's a, that's a good one. It's not one. bad. Yeah. Polka dot door in 4D. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be in full holodeck at that <laughs> point, yeah. I can't believe that they got this, they, they exhumed the coffin of Fred Rogers and made a Mr. Rogers movie with his likeness. Yeah. I can't it's wait. a weekend at Mr. Rogers yeah. is what it would be. I yeah. can't wait to tell my grand, wait a minute, I am 100% deceased. Like, I, I died. <laughs> like, you just checked your own pulse. Yeah, I, I died in this theater and also... The movie tank. <laughs> How would you know that? How would you know? Because I'm clearly bound to the movie theater because I, I didn't make peace with myself before I passed It is there. your purgatory yeah. now. Yes. Yes. This ghost forever haunts box office mojo. Yes. <laughs> I think that analogy completely fell apart before. Like that, that, yeah. I think it's pretty funny. Fuck you. All right. Uh, all right. You know what? I feel like we're actually going to live up to one of your claims that you made. That you make what? a lot during movies like this. Wait, we are just out of material. This is going to be one of our shortest episodes. All right. Well, I, okay. I have, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. It cost us. No, no. We have not answered our starting question. How would you guys do this movie differently? Oh, wait 20 wait, years is... and do a time, but not 10 years because then you would get the Green Hornet. Wait 20 years. And then give this to someone who knows, like, what pastiche and, like, camp and all sorts of other crap are. Like, like mm-hmm. know how to play into the goofiness of it without losing yourself in the character. Um, make it goofier. Got it. There you go. That's it. <laughs> you, either, you either make it goofier, goofier or you go darker. Like, that's the – this movie kind <laughs> of does darker. neither. Right? Like, it, it wants yeah, to have true. that sort of, like, gothic – sensibility of Batman yeah. but it also is like unintentionally funny <laughs> too many times yeah Alex how would you make this movie better um man make this no nah, this should be done as like like go full noir but it's like a a YouTube project that gets you hired to like some kind of big indie room you know what I mean like it's like some director's like oh he made this YouTube video and got noticed by Hollywood it was <laughs> the shadow it's an obscure property. And then but you're snatched up by Marvel to make a movie for them because they exactly, know they can control exactly, exactly, you. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Right, right, right. This will earn us some, it. like, yeah, art, like, this will earn us some, like, good buzz on, like, the festival circuit, and then we're going to fire this kid, like, four yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah, yeah they, they get to do, like, a super noir version of, like, Moon Knight or some, like, <laughs> fucking prowling ass like you, Marvel character. Are you saying that the person who would make this potential demo reel for the Shadow movie would be snatched up and make a project for Freeform? Because I think that's what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to direct Namor the Submariner. There's no way they're give, they're slow down. <laughs> this is a this is a this is a 29 year old boy. Uh, we're not giving him the, the like fucking tentpole like, movie of like twenty twenty two. Yeah, the Fox slash Sony slash Marvel slash Universal slash Columbia co production Namor the Submariner. <laughs> How many writers are on that movie? Thirty. Yeah, and the movie dies, and then everybody blames each other. 
It dies deader than the people who went to see the shadow of the rock. And then they lock all 30 of those writers <laughs> in a single room, and it's like only one of you is coming yeah, exactly. out. Yeah, that is your penance. Yeah. Uh, but then 10 years later, they make Namor resurfacing. That's what it's called. And to save the rights. Yeah. Because <laughs> God forbid the rights get, you know, don't get used. Uh, um, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's move on to our awards. Cause we got nothing yes. else to say here. Okay. Um, I also don't think we're going to get a better suggestion than like make a trailer reel for, or like a, sh- like a fan film. Like, Alex, I think that might be the best thing you've ever suggested for the show. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind I, I'd be tempted to, to allow you to, to resign from the program, but that won't be happening. What genre <laughs> is the trailer not. for, though? I think comedy, I told you right? it's noir. No, no, no. It's noir as hell, dude. Oh, okay. like, it's, it's like super, super like film school. But I feel it would be way easier to make a comedy trailer out of this movie. There's yeah, no laughs easy. in this film, though. So shut up. There's a lot of shit. There's a lot of misses. laughing. Yeah. What are you talking about? There's a lot of ha 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 ha. And oh, like that's true. There's a lot. Yeah, the characters around laugh. chambers. That's yes. true. That's true. That's true. Okay, so the only um, laughing that matters. Uh, most normal moment. But before we get to our awards, uh, go to normalmovies.com uh, for all <laughs> you need to listen to something while you're skulking in the darkness. So it might as well be us. Uh, Andrew updates it. He somehow finds time to do that. Uh, normal movies. For normal people on iTunes, on Google Play, on we're on uh, Stitcher. Now Are that we? I know it exists, thank yeah. you. Yeah, we're Andrew. on that. Yeah, with a kind fellow. I'm, yeah. I'm like kind of on top of things. Like a you actually bit. are yeah. more than Alex. I just do fucking shit for this show. Yeah, I have dodged all responsibility. It's so great. Sometimes he doesn't even I- fucking tweet that we're doing the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and he tweets about fucking everything. He's like, Even LOL. Stupid Metal Gear references. Yeah, no, he's like, LOL lost a shoelace. Yeah. Like, FML. <laughs> but he, like, he, I'm like, Alex, you want to read. I'm like, you want to retweet our fucking show now. We don't do the show live anymore. So Does not matter. Tweet. Just retweet the fucking show. <laughs> Let the fucking remnants of the Indiana fighting game community know that we're talking about The Shadow, he's, a movie they've never heard of. He's got a point. We're, uh, we will eventually be producing live shows again. Um, nice. Hey, that, yeah. I like that promise. Yeah, we'll do All it. Right. We will be on uh, a service live, probably like YouTube. A service is Andrew's new service. A-service, that he yeah, that's the a service. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, we do. The important part to having a streaming platform is having original content. Yes. So uh, by well, having our one show alone, <laughs> that's like way better than anything else on the market. Um, but, well, uh, we'll do a spinoff show that Andrew and I will take part in, but I'm sure we can't get you for another show. I mean, we could barely like like. Yeah, <laughs> you're on thin ice. As it yeah, is. well, yeah. it's a good thing that this mixing board that Andrew has can actually send like an electric shock to you to get you to keep <laughs> fucking doing this. Established, Acosta is doing this at a community service or it's some sort of like mystery science theater penance <laughs> or something. Like he's like constructed <laughs> to watch shit. Yeah, no, it's a uh, yeah, you know, public urination, man. Yeah, you, it you gets get you. With that, and that's, Especially when it's your like 40th consecutive offense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And sometimes I don't even make it out of the station. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand what you did wrong? Yes. That's all it is. It's, what it's is actually, that on your feet? It's just entrapment. <laughs> when he's in the interrogation rooms, like the cops just give him like big gulps. Right. While he's in there for hours and then like let him out being like, all right, don't come back now. And you're like, oh, I can't. And yes. I think it's also yeah. uh, a cruel twist of fate to have the shadow perform the interrogation which only causes more more public urination yes yeah yeah 
Um, uh, most normal went for my. Uh, my my most moment for this uh, motion picture is uh, the shadow throws someone off a building at one point, and he's like, "Next time you get to be on top." <laughs> I feel like I you didn't set it up properly, George. <laughs> he lands on top of the guy. That's like a key element. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. really sucked with that. <laughs> and and he's got a thing for Mongolian men. I mean, it's yeah. Who doesn't? Why don't you do better, Alex? What's your most <laughs> moment? You fucking wise ass. Um. I like how at the beginning they're like, oh, he learned that like he could make himself invisible to people except for his shadow. And you're like, oh, okay, I get it. So he's just like invisible, but they can still see his shadow. It makes sense. It's a hollow man situation. And then later in the movie, he comes out of his shadow. Like his shadow <laughs> is pinned to a wall and he climbs out of his own silhouette. And it's like, wait, like go back to the text crawl. I don't think I read that right. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, his his fluctuating powers. That's my most normal moment. There we go. That's fair. All right, Andrew. Yeah, did least, you watch well, the movie? I, I did. I, I kind of paid attention a little bit. Um, mm. All right, uh, my most normal moment is uh, smooth Genghis Khan. Is the best way to describe it. Uh, so there is a because it's the '30s. There is a prominent cigarette billboard uh, that is very close to. Um, a key location in this movie. And mm-hmm. in one case, Genghis Khan, he can't just like get into the minds of people. Apparently he can get into them through billboards, but he projects himself onto the like person's face. Who's on the cigarette billboard. And it's an amazing effect. It's really weird. Yes. I was going to put billboard man as my golden pounds billboard con. <laughs> There's no animals, right? In this that we can think of animals. Uh, not so much. Fire. There's a, terrifying dagger with a Do you want to give the the hissing dagger? Yeah. Biting dagger? Yeah, let's do biting dagger. Biting dagger. The house of biting daggers. (laughs) You good with that, Alex? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Oh, before we get on to uh, picking our next movie, I want, I've made a note, most thankless role in this movie. Peter Boyle? Go on. Ian McKellen is just like well, Ian McKellen, it's not, like, he doesn't deserve thanks for it. (laughs) It is not a good like, wait, listen, listen. That listen, is a listen, man listen, who I listen, thought listen, could do no Andrew, wrong. Andrew, yeah. Andrew, would, would you say that to his face? Would you say that to his face? Would you tell him that he I wouldn't say it in those terms, but I definitely, like, I also wouldn't bring that up right away. If there's a, if I met Ian McKellen, <laughs> the first thing that I would think of was not leaving, like, I'm going to shit all over his dark man. Like, For I can't say. <laughs> He's like, actually, sir, I was never in dark man. I was and in the shadow, like, then he just moves on yeah. with his life. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then you're left just feeling like a complete idiot. Yes, because my anecdote <laughs> is this one time I saw Ian McKellen and I thanked him for being in a different movie. A yeah. movie he was not in. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, um, no, no, he like this is very close to a career low, and I've seen all three <laughs> Hobbit films and the key, <laughs> and the key, yeah, rude. Um, but not in it. He's just like he's woefully both miscast and underused as like a scatterbrained scientist with a very flimsy accent. I here. don't think any of these actors were like directed in this movie. You saw that like like Alec Baldwin is like completely like just unrestrained in this. He's winging it. He is going all, he is all over the place. And like Ian McKellen, like nobody told him it's like that, that accent's not good. That's not good. And you're, you're like, you can do better than that. Yeah. Like, or like tone it down just a little. Yeah. And since it's a nineties movie, you've got fucking Tim Curry, but he's pretty much wasted here too. He's it's a, it's a pretty oddball Tim Curry performance. At least Ian McKellen gets one joke that he can like, 
he can he can sort of pay off towards the end. So he has a one-note performance. Like, Peter Boyle and Tim Curry have zero-note performances here. Yeah. Like, there's no notes. It's, yeah, just, it's just empty. They're just there. Yeah, they're just Silence. Like, yeah. They're just standing on the stage with the rest of the orchestra. Peter Boyle's yeah, job yeah. in this movie is to stand there and have no personality. He also brings the shadow from point A to point, to where the plot needs him to be. Right, but, like, they could have cut that entire character out. Yeah. Like, or they should have added a scene about, like, gets, getting back to the thing with Alex about, like, his network of shit, which is by far the most interesting thing about the character because it's just he interacts with the world that he's in. Yeah. No, but, just fuck it. No, why not? Fuck why, it. Why delve into just that? Just fuck it. Um, okay, so uh, let's fucking make our lists here. Yeah. Uh, I'll go first, please fuckers. Do. Yeah. Please do. Please, um, please give me some I, guidance. I say this every week, but my list is fucking wrong. Like... Like, uh, is it because the mask is too high? Uh, the mask is going up five points because of that little <laughs> fucking blunder there. So that would bring it to spot twenty three. But like, <laughs> I have I have Tank Girl two slots below Amazing Spider Man two, and I guarantee you that's wrong. Like, Mine is directly beneath Amazing Spider Man two, so it can't be that wrong. Yeah, you got Spider Amazing Spider Man two way too high up. It's 67, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, mine's 82. You're right. Yeah. I'm acknowledging that you're correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you, gotta, you gotta bring that down. I'm putting this movie at number... Oh, fuck. I, I gotta put it sub-Tank Girl, so it's number 70. Uh, oh. That's, so, uh, a Tank Girl on top. This is marginally better than Judge Shred. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's an interesting... Andrew's got my, pay, got, uh, got my back on this No, I, I yeah. think it's... I think it's better, yeah. Uh, I think I'm also putting this directly below Tank Girl. Um, and above Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990. Uh, oh, which is like super low for you. Yeah, it's not <laughs> a good movie. Um, and yeah, it is slightly better than Sylvester Stallone's D- Judge Dredd. It's, it's one of these movies that's really hard to rate because it's not flawed in a particularly noteworthy or offensive way. That's it's a good just way like, it. yeah. It's just a movie that just doesn't really work. I was, exa- like, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. I think I'm gonna put mine higher and like, but I, I, I completely agree with that. Like, for me, think of this movie, like, oh yeah, the aesthetic, I like, I like some elements of it, but like, I, I never make me watch it again, you right. know what I mean? Right, right, like, right, right. It's just, it's just not fun to watch at all. Yeah, and, and like, that lack of a just fucking horrible series of boring shortcomings makes it so that we're not going to look at this movie as like a, as a fucking low point for this show. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, just uh, but so- also it doesn't stand out. Like yeah. uh, it's, it's got, it's, this movie is maybe more of a collection of flaws and half thought ideas than it is a film, but it's also not a giant misstep like jumper or push or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, it's just a misguided, performance in a lot yeah. of cases it's it whereas like movies like jumper and push are like just those actors you know you kind of knew what performance you'd get out of some right. of those movies and like i also feel like this is a push chris evans is fine but like jumper it's <laughs> like that's yeah like you know what at this point you know what you're getting with hayden christensen as yeah. an actor basically like, right below the shadow is like this might be a new benchmark for me personally because like right below the shadow is when the films start getting like fatally flawed. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's right. <laughs> it's right above what I would deem like the like just the poison zone. 
just like, <laughs> just like movies that are just not well, like that are things that like at least it, they inspire negative emotions. Yeah. Whereas like this movie inspires no feeling whatsoever. <laughs> this That's is something that like accurate. starts getting you like offended or angry or yeah. just insulted. It's not bastardizing uh, like a prominent franchise. It's not like a curious misstep in like an otherwise fine series. It's not like, it's not like, like having several amazing like Oscar caliber actors just like fucking watching it, staring blankly at the screen doing dick all like this is, this is just, this is like a new cutoff point for yeah. me. It's weird because this is a movie that has the exact same recommendation that I would give for my super ex-girlfriend, but just a lot less <laughs> vehemently. Like, I don't think you should watch this movie. Like, I wouldn't go, I wouldn't say that this is something you, like, need to see or it's But it's not a walking catastrophe. Like, this is like, yeah, it's like, whereas, like, I'm yelling at you to not see my super yeah. ex-girlfriend. I'm just saying, like, yeah, you can, no, it's not, it's just not worth your time. Yeah, it also doesn't have, like, like this, it, it doesn't really have much kitschy, um, ironic appeal either. Like you can't like, cause it's been done better in a lot of other movies and it's just, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not like, like it's not going to produce a lot of guffaws at ridiculous choices. <laughs> like I think this movie has some idea of what it's doing. Just what it's doing is not interesting. And like the character actors that they do have in there, like even there are people who are big, Tim Curry fans. Yeah, for sure. I would not <laughs> recommend this movie to them because he's not even in the movie enough to like get your, you know, your 90 minutes worth. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a distance here that is maybe um insurmountable. Yeah. So what are we moving on to, Andrew? Uh beep, I don't boop, know. beep, beep, Let's... beep, 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 pop, beep. Andrew, should, should I, okay, should we I, might it was, uh, all right. Should, we, should I point out that I never actually Put my movie on my oh, list. Yeah, oh, we don't, wow. we don't give a fuck you. Oh. I, I really thought you did. Do it. What Sorry, are you doing? My bad. Uh, I'm just going to give him the peer pressure and put it where you guys put it. So not, not On actually. my list? Damn it. No, the shadow is there twice. <laughs> yeah. Well That's positioned. funny. I like it. It's a good bit. Uh, right. No, it's 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 below Tank Girl, above Judge Dredd. Moving oh, okay. On. Oh, so way to interrupt me for a fucking... You no, know, that's, that's fine. <laughs> um, All right. Do you guys remember when we were flirting with the idea of giving each other control over the other person's list? Like you I could, don't know you how could, to flirt. Uh, well, well, you like learn, learn from this movie. Grab your uh, nearest you, household you, appliance and stare into its I eyes. I think we need to we need to figure out what that like reshuffling episode is. But I am kind of okay with the idea that like you give everyone like an edit. <laughs> but that was your idea, Edu, to like like you could seize control over like my list and force me to a movie higher or lower. Yeah, I kind of like that. Where it's just, what the fuck is the no. point? <laughs> Moving on. Then okay. why even have two of us? Bad just idea. three Andrews. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> what we can watch next is it really depends on how much time we have because Jesus. one of the options. That's Alex's favorite question. <laughs> yeah, right. is Watchmen. See, I'm 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 down for it. Or the return of Swamp Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it's like the same movie, dude. It is, yeah. They're both two and a half <laughs> hours long. Alan Moore disowned both of them. Uh, that, can they I were, yeah. can we talk about my brilliance of like insisting on including two different Swamp Thing movies on the list? <laughs> brilliance is, is a strong word, but yeah. I we first of all, I also have to say that we've totally committed to a Watchmen episode like fifteen fucking times at this point. Yeah, 
But I will. I, I, it's I'm, the cursed. Movie. It's also. I mean, considering what's coming up this year, like I think it's an interesting one to revisit. I'd be totally down. But where, where, what are you voting, Alex? Let's let you vote first. Oh I'm, God. I'm actually on Alex the fence will be here. that like town in Maine that has decided the last like you know twenty presidential elections. <laughs> um. Uh, okay, so. If the, if the return of Swamp Thing is what's happening, we're going to spend the entire episode wondering where Swamp Thing came from and where is he returning to? The Swamp. God, I hate Dude, you like, so much. Wh- How is that even a question? Why, like, you why can't, is this a you, you can't fucking see faces, obviously, but I can guarantee you that Alex is just completely unhappy right now. Like, he's getting no joy from this decision uh, whatsoever. Well, I mean, he's a part of the show, so I know he's completely unhappy. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That was a given. Yeah. You've got to be miserable to do this. Uh, yep, that's that is the case. Um, yeah. I, I'm Did down with Watchmen, but, like, we can't do it... They're scheduling complex. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, yeah. we'll have to set some. <laughs> like, we'll have to like make an appointment for this. Whereas, like some episodes we could do as a weeknight show like this. Watchmen t- will need gotta to, tell you guys. Yeah, Fraternal Swamp Thing, a tight eighty-eight minutes. Interesting. Even that kind of sounds like a fucking marathon. See, though. I feel yeah. like I feel like here's the thing. Yeah, like, this was a long. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. 40. This is yeah. this is like editing. Like I, I would be willing not to not to disparage the normal term, but I would be willing to say we could do Swamp Thing one. We could do ST one. No, there's no. <laughs> I tried, guys. I tried. <laughs> no. what, what's the like? <laughs> what are you? What are we without the Normotron? Alex We're was nothing. like, was like, thank God, thank God, some reason into this unreasonable world, and Andrew's yeah. like, no. This isn't a democracy. This isn't. Did Swamp Thing <laughs> ask to be, I don't know, infested by ooze or whatever the fuck happened to him? No, he didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? Alex, but will we be watching The Return of Swamp Thing or Son of Swamp Thing? <laughs> That's funny. Um, die Swamp Thing. Die, die Swamp Thing, die. <laughs> That's a good Dark Man reference for those of you playing along at home. Swamp Thing, comma... No, I call something colon return to the bog. Return of the bog. Return of the bog or return, return to, to the, the bog. bog. Yeah. They couldn't get the bog back. Well, it's That's really yeah. expensive. Originally it was titled Revenge of the Bog, but then they decided to. Yeah, yeah the Jedi doesn't <laughs> yeah. take. Uh, fuck this shit. Yeah. Um, right. But vote, you idiots. Acosta, what are you uh, voting on? Uh, We're good. I'm sorry to put you on the spot with watch, this man. Watchmen. I second it. I guess. Oh well, I was gonna yeah. vote for Return of Swamp. Thing. I bet you were. So That's why I immediately. Yeah. So uh, look forward to our Watchmen episode, which actually might get people to listen to it. That's like an incentive to to do that because I know people would actually listen to it. Oh, yeah. then in that case, I changed my pronouns. Yeah. I okay. think you, are you saying people care more about Watchmen than uh, the Shadow? But they they care in between Watchmen and the Return of Swamp Thing and uh, the Shadow and Return of Swamp Thing. That's a sandwich right there. <laughs> I actually will vote formally for Watchmen, even though it's unnecessary, because I do want to watch it again. Uh, yeah, I'm curious. How many times have you guys you, you buy? How many times have you guys seen it? I think Watchmen once yeah. once with you. <laughs> exactly yeah. one time. Alex is like, are about? you insane? <laughs> I don't think I've seen it since we saw it in theaters. I'm trying to think if I saw it at like on like home video or something like that, but I don't think it's a home video. You you know what I mean. And now your feature was back. Uh, that movie came out back in when 2009, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, back long when? since the advent of home video. No, but like 
like that was, weird in between phase when like Netflix wasn't quite like online streaming wasn't quite there. Yeah, you and, were, like, you could was, go like, to, there was a yeah. blockbuster, but they wouldn't have had this movie on on six VHS tapes. No. Yeah, it was just two. I mean, you, you can get you get Godfather on two. You can get. Oh um, yeah. Well, I'm like gonna say it. I'm gonna say in. Uh, oh fuck! It would have been like my 14th birthday or whatever. Um, um, I'm, he's not even a friend of the show. Like, like, like. Tease of the show. Uh, Zach. <laughs> definitely. He yeah. was like. He was like. I've got you a birthday present, Jordan. Here you go. It's Lord of the Rings, and I was like, Holy fuck! It's Fellowship of the Ring. And it was on fucking two VHS tapes. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, yeah, I've got The Godfather on like two VHS tapes. Do you? Yeah. How's that working out for you? I mean, it's still like in my parents' basement <laughs> gathering dust. And I'm sure like the actual tape itself is like distorted from, <laughs> I'm going to say like humidity problems. A like, truck like full like of I, magnets drove by your house and ruined the, all of the tapes. I love like the the love that people have for like you know media forms like vinyl like I want that to happen for VHS because it is like an abjectly inferior way to Tease watch Tease of movie. the show Zach claimed back when he, I probably moments before he handed me Fellowship of the Ring on tape He's like, he said like, he was never going to switch to DVD ever 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 <laughs> ever he was like he was like mark my words Jordan never ever mark. ever ever am I going to switch to DVD tape is better it's hardy. I don't have to watch these fucking ads over and over again. It's, yeah. Um, Little do we know that. Wait, that I have would, one question later, for him. What form is the Count of Monte Cristo on? I watched Zach, that movie huh? on DVD at his house. So yeah. clearly he's a fucking hypocrite. He is. And also, um, uh, without DVD, we wouldn't get Andrew's like like sick fetish for <laughs> DVD menus. Like the more obscure, the better. It's. It's not a fetish. It's just an appreciation. A, a, a sexual appreciation. <laughs> Name of this episode. <laughs> sexual appreciation. Sexual appreciation. Of DVD menus. Yeah, okay, that's, that's fine. Right. All right. Um, so uh, we're going to watch The Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, I get it. It's like a thing. Can I share another anecdote about it? Uh, about Why not? Go for We've it. We've got fucking this time. Has been a, yeah, this is also no longer one of our shorter episodes. but <laughs> Yeah, thanks, Jordan. I have an awesome... A promotional poster that I got from Warner Brothers Marketing yeah, for Watchmen. This. It was yeah. fucking rad as shit. Yeah. And it had original Dave Gibbons artwork. Alan Moore's name is not on the poster. Really? But it just fucking, <laughs> it is awesome. It's like the comedian being thrown out the window. It was some fucking like promo image that was meant to hype up the movie. Um, and I had Did it, it work? Well, <laughs> not, no, because then I. Well, saw the movie. Yeah, because you know. like like Andrew's Godfather tapes, it's now like festering in my parents' house somewhere <laughs> because I, I was up, like, I I was, I think I had, it was, when that movie came out, I was just like moving out of my folks' place. We should probably save this mm. for the Watchmen episode. Now we've got time. Yeah, you um, just crossed it. Okay, whatever. So I remember I brought the Watchmen poster <laughs> with me when I moved out, but I was, I had such reservations about the film and I did not hang it up at my new place. <laughs> Actually, I might have just left it. I hope I didn't just leave it at my old apartment. That you might suck. have just left it at your old apartment. I framed that. That ain't cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. Well, uh, I'm sure you're the new tenants appreciate your work. <laughs> <laughs> this movie sucks. And on that note, where was board. Jude Law? <laughs> All <Okay>. right. <laughs> this is what a uh, weird joke. Enjoy right. our The Shadow episode and our sneak preview <laughs> Watchmen episode. <laughs> Which I actually, if Alex, <laughs> will if, never happen. 
if if Alex thought I gave too much fucking production detail shit in other episodes, he could just wait for Watchmen, which is going to be half the episode talking about fucking Darren Aronofsky's like, aborted Watchmen. Except this time, I'm totally going to be on board for the discussion. So. I think this okay, might be a you great guys episode. do that, and I'll go make like some s'mores or something. We're gonna, yeah, we'll uh, Acosta. We'll just start the show, and then like 30 minutes in, we'll just we'll telecommute we'll, him yeah. right in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> signing off for myself and for Andrew. Thanks for and listening, for Alex. Bye, guys. And uh, who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men. No, I don't know. I was just wondering if you knew. So if you know, tweet at (laughs) me. Last time you asked me a question and I answered, you lost your shit. Yeah, that's true. That's fair enough. Okay, stay normal.